Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for Sunday, December 1st, 2019. Happy New Year! I don't know if you know it or not, but today is the beginning of the new church year, the beginning of Advent. And so throughout the year, uh, sorry, throughout the season of Advent, we will be using a resource from the Foundry Publishing called Born the King, and we'll be doing our readings from there. So today, the reading for Sunday is Matthew 24, verses 36 through 44. And I'm preaching this message today, but I also noticed that in this book, they cut out the last part of the verses. The, the one I'm preaching today goes through 51, which is interesting to me because that's where the judgment kind of comes in, where uh, the master has the people uh, cut into pieces and put out with the hypocrites where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And maybe we'll say a little bit about that in a second. Matthew 24, 36. But about that day and hour, no one knows, neither the angels of heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. For as the days of Noah were, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. For as in those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day Noah entered the ark. And they knew nothing until the flood came and swept them all away. So too it will be the coming of the Son of Man. The two will be in the field. One will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding meal together. One will be taken, the other will be left. Keep awake, therefore, for you do not know on what day your Lord is coming. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and would not have let his house be broken into. Therefore, you also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. I always think it's interesting that we get to Advent and there's often this passage about the end of the world. I I know that Advent is the season of anticipation. And so part of that is not just looking back at the anticipation for the coming of the Christ child or even uh, getting ready for Christmas, but um, it is looking forward to the return of Christ. And so that's why if you go to church during Advent, you may hear some sermons about the end of the world. But it's always interesting because a lot of our Christmas is is kind of wrapped up in sentimentality, which means we're all just warm fuzzies and hot cocoa, you know. And and this is the beginning of Advent, and we hear the end of the world's going to come. It's going to be like in Noah. People aren't going to be ready. Uh, So be ready. And so I, I think one of the things we first have to think about is what is this passage really trying to say to us? Well, if we look at this time of anticipation and preparation, one of the things we see is that um, the big message in this passage is simply to live ready. When I was a kid growing up, there were so many people trying to predict the end of the world. I remember going to school one day and being afraid that Jesus was going to come back. I was afraid of Jesus coming back because I was always uh, it was always kind of couched in fearful terms to me. Uh, but I remember going to school, 
because this guy had written a book of, you know, 88 reasons why Jesus will come back in 1988. And I was in high school in 1988. I know that dates me a little bit. But I was thinking, will this be the last day I go to high school? Um, One of the things that we Nazarenes, I'm a Nazarene, that we believe is that really uh, we we have this pan-theology of the end times. It's all going to pan out in the end. And so we don't worry so much about what's going to happen or or when it's all going to happen, as much as we want to live ready all the time. And I think that's the message from this passage. The one thing that's really interesting to me as I studied it this week that I see is that the two people are doing the same thing. So two men were out in the field. One, one was taken, the other left. And side note, we don't know if being taken is the good thing or the bad thing. It doesn't say. It almost seems like if it's like in the days of Noah, being left would be the good thing because you're left to be with Jesus because Jesus is returning. Um, But we don't know. It really doesn't matter. What it means is one person will be ready and the other person won't. And two women will be grinding grain and, and one person will be left and the other won't. And so I think what this passage tells us is there's a way to live our lives always prepared. No matter what our job is or what we do all day, um, we can live intentionally. We can live focused. We can live anticipating Christ's return, welcoming Christ's kingdom in, in real and tangible ways by the way we love each other and by the way we live together. Or we can live just like everybody else, out for our own interests, uh, not really caring much about what God's doing in the world. And we can do those things And we can both be doing the same task, but one can be doing work to glorify God and the other could be just doing a job to make some money to get through the week. And you can see that there are two people and they're both doing the same things and one is taken the other is left. Um, So the warning in this passage is, is for us to be ready, to live intentionally. For me, what that is is meaning more and more these days um, is for me to set some practices in my life, um, to be more intentional about my prayer life, to be more intentional about reading scripture, to be more intentional about being quiet and being silent, to be more intentional about even acts of mercy, about ministering to others. And so many times we have to have a little nudge to get out the door, uh, to be more intentional in the way that I live uh, so that I live ready. And some days I do that better than others, I can promise you. But I think this is what the passage is getting at. The last part that's left out here says that when the master returns, if if the people have just been kind of like those in the days of Noah who are eating and drinking and carrying on, or are living wickedly, it says in the last part that we didn't read, it says they'll be cut to pieces and put with the hypocrites, and there'll be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And that sounds really harsh. And we don't like to hear those those words, and I think that's why it's probably left out of the text for today. But the truth is that when we live in ways that are wicked, when we refuse to live ready, when we, we choose to live for ourselves, we end up getting disjointed. Our lives become really chaotic really fast. Uh, kind of, we find ourselves in pieces uh, we we do become hypocritical, especially if we're claiming the name of Jesus and yet living for ourselves. And then we have a lot of regrets. And I think that's what the weeping and gnashing of teeth really is. Regrets for uh, 
moments we've thrown away for times we didn't live intentionally and the harm that we've caused to ourselves and to others. And so I think that last part of the passage is important. Um, I think it, it reminds us of why it's so important to live intentionally, watchfully, ready for Christ to return, because we know that as we live in that way, uh, we will also then avoid some of the brokenness. We'll avoid some of the pain and the regret that comes when we choose to live in ways that aren't expecting the coming of the Christ in our lives. So this Advent season, this new year in the church, let's live intentionally. Let's put some practices into our lives. I'm thankful that morning meditations is one of those practices for you, and I hope it'll continue to be of good to you in this new year. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor, rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.